Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. Today I want to talk to you about living a life out of conviction. Something that I've seen lately with a lot of believers is that we are easily swayed to live according to the culture of the world and not according to our convictions. And I want to read a story to you found in the book of Daniel, chapter 3, verse 13 through 18. It says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. So here's these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And what happens is, is the children of Israel are captured by the Babylonians, and, and the Babylonians are trying to infiltrate the children of Israel with the culture of Babylon. And so what the king does is he sets up this golden image and he tells everybody that when they hear the music, they must bow down. But there's these three men that we're reading about that they choose to stand for what they believe and not for what the culture around them was doing. They chose to stand for their convictions. Without convictions, will be swayed in many different directions. And how do we get our convictions as believers? What should we do as believers to establish those convictions? Well, we get our convictions and we base our convictions off of the word of God. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27 says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. See, we cannot base our convictions off of culture. Our convictions and what we believe and what we stand for cannot be based on emotion. It cannot be based on opinion. What we believe and the convictions that we must stand for have to be based on the Word of God. If they're not based on the Word of God, then we're swayed in many different directions and we'll fall when real storms come our way. But if our convictions and our beliefs are founded on God's Word, then we're able to stand against things because we have a solid foundation, which is the word of God. So what's happening in this story is that it's this infiltration of culture. It's Babylon trying to establish its culture amongst God's people. And I believe the same thing is happening in our world today, that the culture of our world is trying to indoctrinate 
the people in the world. They're trying to get us all to believe what the world believes, but we must stand against that culture. We cannot lose who we are to the culture. We can't forget that we're not of this world. We cannot forget that we're not meant to live like the world is asking us or, or challenging us to live. We are meant to live our convictions based on the word of God. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. See, if we forget who we are, then we start to blend in to the things of the world. We're not meant to love the things of the world. We're not meant to live like the world. We're meant to be in love with the Father, to, to be obedient to the Father. And we cannot lose ourselves to this culture. We must stand for our convictions and not bow down to the opinions of the world. We cannot forget who we are. We are set apart. We're called by God to be different. We're not called to blend in. First Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. See, we are not like this world. We are not meant to fit into the world. We're not meant to blend into culture. But we've been called out of the darkness and placed into the marvelous light of God. And in that light, we are called to make a difference in the world and not to be like it. We're called to stand up for what we believe. And what we believe is founded and based in the word of God and led by his Holy Spirit. And we must ask him, God, what, what, what do you want me to stand for? And we cannot bow down to the culture. We cannot bow down to the world. But we must stand up for the things of God. But listen, when we fight against culture, culture just doesn't let us do whatever we want to do. When we fight against culture, culture fights back. And when they fight back, we must remember who we fight for. We do not fight by ourselves. And Psalms 91 verse 1 through 2 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. When we stand against the things of the world, when we stand against culture, we do not stand alone, but we're covered by God. We're, we're in his hands and he protects us from anything that would want to stand against us as we stand against culture. But I believe that there's a great reward for those who are willing to stand for their faith. There's a great reward for those who are willing to stand against culture and stand for what's right. And that reward is the very presence of God. See, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to bow down to the idol. They refused to bow down to the culture. They refused to bow down to the king. And because of that, the king became very angry with them. And he did, in fact, throw them into that furnace. And in, in that moment, as he threw them inside, there was three of them. And as he's watching them in the furnace, he says, didn't we throw three men into the fiery furnace? And then he looks and he says, why do I see four? And the fourth looks like the Son of God. I believe that the greatest reward for standing against culture and for standing for our conviction is that we're able to stand in the presence of God. See, they were willing to put everything on the line to, in order to be obedient to God. They were willing to put their lives on the line in order to stand for their faith. Are we willing to do that? 
because the great reward for standing for our conviction is not just that we can get out of the fire, but that, that we can stand in his presence. I want to encourage you today. Do not bow down to the culture of the world. Don't bow down to the opinion of man, but stand for the conviction that, that God has given you based on his word and led by his Holy Spirit. I hope this encouraged you today. Uh, we're praying with you. If you have any questions about this message, if you need any prayer, maybe you've been standing for conviction and people have been standing against you and fighting you and you need some encouragement, let us know. We'd love to pray with you. I can't wait to be back with you next week and, and encourage you again in the Word of God. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate.